0: Welcome to the WP SEO Show, brought to you by SEO Hive, your proactive white label SEO partner. The WP SEO Show is all about talking WordPress and SEO, from optimizations, structures, setups, and plugins, we explore how to make your WordPress website perform better in the search engines. Here are your hosts, Pete Everett and Jeff Patch. Hello
1: everybody. Welcome to the WP SEO show. I'm your co-host Jeff. I am joined here by my lovely co-host Pete. how Are you doing, Pete? I'm all good, thanks mate. I am all good. It is
2: we're recording this one at night time for us. And it's it's that time of year now where the nights are drawing in. It's uh what? It's nearly 8, 8 p.m. here. It's 3 minutes past 8. And I've got the blinds shut and I'm hunkered down in my little cabin.
1: Uh looking forward to recording a good show. This honestly, this starting this podcast on top of building a business with you for the last few years has been kind of an interesting thing because you know, you're talking about it's nighttime there, yeah, it's eight o'clock, it's noon here, so it's like bright and it's sunny. We're, I jinxed myself, but we were the weather was starting to cool down, and today it's just hot as heck. We're gonna use the AC <laughs> for the first day of this month again, but um, but it's it's very it's kind of like it's I don't want to say jarring, but like internally, I, it's very hard for me to like understand and kind of feel. The difference between our two situations you know like you're going to bed after you record this and i'm just like halfway through my day still going and i don't know it's just it's kind of all over the place it's kind of mind-blowing to me that we can do this and the other thing yep. that kind of popped in my head today i know this has nothing to do with any content that anybody wants to listen to on the show but that's okay you guys can bear with us um is that we've been co-hosts co-founders co-whatever we've never like thought hey who's the CEO or who's the you know whatever I mean, we've always just been like teamwork makes a dream work I don't know it's funny <laughs> yeah yeah I let you believe that don't I <laughs> yeah you do that's right it's just you just there you go you've just been feeding into my uh, my ego and my self consciousness and just letting me think that I'm actually important thanks a lot anyway. yeah. <laughs> no in
2: all seriousness no we we never have had that discussion and we never have had the we we've never had to we've 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 always taken the approach that you and I are essentially a management team and we make those decisions together. And sometimes I have more uh, pressing opinions, I suppose, and other times you do. And we've never really come across, we never come to blows about anything. And I'm not just saying that because we're recording this. It's, it's genuinely true. Um, occasionally we get to an impasse and we say right well look let's let's both sleep on it granted I will sleep on it eight hours before you sleep on it but um
1: (laughs) well and I just won't sleep on it because you know I only sleep about three (laughs) hours a week so you know yeah yeah, anyway which is a different conversation yeah well thanks for listening to us bromance about uh about each other for a little while here but actually today we wanted to kind of talk about I, I guess the evolution of SEO, uh, you could say, or just kind of how things are changing, how things are evolving. Um, and it was really uh, piggybacks in my mind off of the recent, there was another recent uh, Google algorithm update. Uh, I think mostly focusing on helpful content. I mean, we were talking about this before. This, is, this isn't this is a topic that you and I spend a ton of time digging into because they've mostly been good in my opinion. At least that's my opinion, but I'd love to kind of hear how you how you feel about it. Um
2: yeah yeah most of the time uh, it depends who's depends who's on the other end of the call i i had a um so so well we it was in the it was in the back of my head to almost call this show something like riding the wave of google algorithm updates because that that was kind of what we were we we weren't necessarily going to pick on a specific algo update in this particular episode but talk about how algo updates have either been the same or uh, like a modification of the same thing or have, where the differences have been over over recent years. But, um, yeah, the the most recent one, if we are going to start at the place where we said we weren't going to talk, uh, <laughs> was uh, it, it was actually the second half of a, con- a helpful content update. So the first half was released in late August and the second half was released in late September. Now, of course, when, when these algo updates are released, they take about a fortnight to roll across Google's international servers. So, uh, you know, whilst you in the States might get it quite quickly, us in the UK may get it a little bit later. Uh, and that that can be the same for... It doesn't even need to be that kind of international. It can just be, you know, some data centers get it earlier than others. So, um, and this one was... an. They've done a helpful content update before. So this isn't a new kind of... Um, method or mantra or massive change of rules. This one was just about tightening up some of the, some of the ways that some of the indexing is happening. Um, Because ultimately, ultimately Google is always striving to provide the best 10 organic results on the internet to the user. And they set the parameters for what they determine to be the best. That's basically it.
1: Yeah. Obviously Google's a business. They make their money off the ad sends and all that stuff. But, they still do want to provide a good result to people. I, I believe that. I really do believe that. I don't think there's some big evil entity just trying to squeeze the money out of everybody. I mean, they want to profit like everybody else, but like if people don't use Google because it doesn't work well for them, they're not going to use Google. Like they will eventually move away. I know that they're so ingrained in everything these days, but there's still a chance that if, you know what I mean? If they made life harder for everybody, people will find an alternative.
2: <laughs> well, they, yeah, they, they will. Absolutely. But, you mentioned something key about the ads and this is this is something that i don't hear a lot of seo's talking about which is the role of ads in search search engine optimization so if you if you strip seo back to its like core function it is really there to make google money uh, and it makes money as you perfectly rightly say by charging for the ads that appear at the top of the organic search results and the way it can charge a premium for those ads is to then make sure the next 10 results are the best most relevant up to date ads that you can uh, listings that you can find on the internet and by doing that and making sure that there's a competition level in there that's what then keeps people paying for the ads ads above it so when we're running keyword research for people, we, well, we always include, we often talk about the ad, the cost per click data that we get for the keywords. We very rarely remove it from the keyword research. And the reason for that is exactly if we were having a conversation about running ads, you know, we can look at that data and we know that the, 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 Keywords that people are prepared to put their hand in their pocket and spend more on, they're the ones they're getting the conversions from. They're the ones that are leading either the direct sales or the inquiries. You know, if somebody's prepared to pay $5 a click instead of 50 cents a click, then you know which one they're, that they're getting the inquiries from. If they're prepared to spend $65 a click rather than $5 a click, then they're definitely getting inquiries or sales from it. Uh, so <laughs> you you need to you need to take that into context. But yeah, ultimately, the whole purpose of everything we do is really to help Google make more money.
1: Um, I guess so. When you look at it that way, I don't like to think of it that way.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but I, I know yeah, you're right. You know. No,
1: you're right. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. It just, it makes me feel sad when I think of it that way, but because I don't know. I don't know.
2: Well, it, it is, it, it is a bit cathartic to think of it like that, I suppose, but I think it also helps set a bit of a frame of reference. And from the discussion we're having about algo updates, that all of these algo updates are really there either to improve the search results or to keep the competition level keen and all to do with running running those ads that that really is the the brass that's why google is paying its developers to build these things let me put it that way
1: true true now we you know you i know you do adsense for clients directly we don't do that at SEO Hive, but um i use that cost per click metric all the time when we're doing keyword research for clients Mm -hmm. because even though we're not going to be paying for ads for that keyword like you said, if one is is worth sixty five dollars and the competition and the keyword you know density whatever that we have to to basically implement to rank for that one, is equivalent to one that's only worth fifty cents. We're going after a sixty five dollar one because it's so much more valuable. And I guess kind of stepping back and thinking about it as to it, it, for those ones that are paying for those ads that are at the top it's also better for them to have the most competition down there. I guess it's better for Google to kind of create a a, a fight, right? Because if those 10 are really good, they're cementing the fact that that company needs to keep paying that ad sense. If they're not part of that first 10, they need to keep paying for those ads. I Mm -hmm. keep saying ad sense, but I just need to say ads. But, um, so yeah, I never really kind of thought of it that way. Like in a sense, it is a bit of a, a nudge. You know, I think a lot of times those ones that are doing ads are also in the top 10 from what I see just from day to day searches in real life, not, you know, not trying to look at it from an SEO standpoint, but um, I usually see overlap. And then I don't know, I don't know if this makes me a good person or a bad person. But anytime I see a company that has a an ad sponsored ad on a Google search, and then I see that they're like the first or second ranked page too, I always go down and click the non sponsored one. <laughs> oh, <you> see, <laughs> I'm like, here, let me save you guys some money. Here, I know what it's like. I'm gonna save you some money.
2: <laughs> uh, you see, I, I I'm I, it depends who the company is. Some people, I think, ah, oh, no, I want more value from you. I click the ad. <laughs> they don't put any Don't say any names right now. <laughs> don't make any enemies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you, 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 yeah, you, you're absolutely right. You need to, you need to consider those things. Uh, I had, in fact, I had this conversation with a client this morning. This is no word of a lie. I genuinely had this conversation, um, and I frequently bring it up like this, but. I was talking to this client. They run a printing business here in the UK. In fact, it's a global business, but they they have their own UK site. And their MD had been over from, or their CEO had been over from the States and had realized that they weren't number one for certain keywords, which he basically takes for granted in the USA. And hence, they were starting to look for some SEO resource. And that's where I came in. And the discussion went to I don't like having discussions with clients. Or so when I'm when I'm talking to clients, I'm very clear that I want to tie our SEO into a metric that's in their business. It's normally sales or inquiries, one of the two, but it, it could be something else. But it's something that's tangible to them. And um, so, if we're going to work together, you need to be prepared to have those discussions with me and release that information. Otherwise, this relationship isn't going to work. And that's kind of the the ground uh, the ground that I I sort of lay in front of them. And uh, then I say, the reason is this, because actually getting a hundred thousand visitors to visit your website isn't that difficult, which it isn't. But finding five thousand people who are searching for what you want to buy, that is by far a harder a harder task. And that's exactly where the the whole um looking at the ad spend metric can really help you is identifying the keywords that are going to actually make a difference to your client. And ultimately at the end of the day if we've sold a recurring service to anybody a, a, a SEO retainer to anybody our duty really is to make sure that we are spending their budget wisely on getting them t- to rank for keywords that are going to make them sales regardless well, almost regardless of the search volume. You know, mm. we there's no point in, in saying, oh well you want to go after that keyword over there because it's got 10,000 searches a month If it's so loosely connected to what you actually do that it's the, the, the conversion rate is going to be pathetic. you're far better going after a, a, a keyword with far less volume that's actually going to lead to some sales.
1: It makes sense. It makes sense. And you, you get all that info with, you know, when you start doing the keyword research, you'll get the, de- you'll get the details on what the estimated cost per click is, what the kind of traffic it's getting. Um, <clears throat> what's the other one? The keyword difficulty is always kind of interesting too, because that actually looks at what the competitors are putting out there and how much competition there is. So all those kind of come into balance that, right? Well,
2: yeah, absolutely. And, that, and that's one of the questions we get asked quite a lot is what's the difference between keyword difficulty and competition. So the keyword difficulty is a metric of uh, well, how how difficult it would be to rank for that keyword. So that brings in lots of factors. That brings in the, the type of copy you've got to create, the number of inbound links, uh, the number of internal links, the number of external links, the main age, site health, all of that kind of stuff. That's keyword difficulty, i.e. a measure of how much effort you will have to put into the thing you're creating to stand a chance. The competition level that is more a metric of how much that SERP changes so you know some SERPs get updated almost daily others will remain static for a few weeks others might remain static for months because there's not actually that many people that are trying to go for those keywords hence there's a far slower churn of results on the search page so that's the difference between those two things and uh, yeah
1: that's, that's just a question we get asked quite a lot and then you can throw the cost per click in there as well there you go. And I guess that the way I look at it is there isn't an exact science on how to kind of balance these things. You just have to look at it and you have to figure out what's most important and, you know, where your, where your targets are, what your budget is and the amount of work you get or you can uh, put into it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: That's, that's exactly it. But if we bring this back to algos, which is the algorithm updates, algo updates, which is kind of loosely what this episode's supposed to be <laughs> there's, look like like we said when we like i said when we were talking about it the helpful content update that's recently come out end of september maybe verging into early october with the two week rollout um that is an evolution of the helpful content oh that's the second part of the helpful content update that came out in august that was an evolution of the helpful content that update that came out uh, earlier in the year and all of them uh, well if, if you look at all of them they've all tightened the rules and the first one of course defined what helpful content actually is what kind of sits within that parameter and it's things that are essentially of value to the end user stop writing content for the search engine start writing it for users that's actually going to inform them that they can get to the bottom of your piece of content even halfway down your piece of content and have actually learned something um, and solved their problem that's that's the content that's going to rank um but if you look even further back than that whatever you call it those those Uh, practices of writing for human beings, of um, not keyword stuffing, of, you know, simply making sure your structure is correct. All of those kind of things have transcended, like, maybe a dozen or more algorithm updates over the past five, six, seven years. Those things haven't changed. They've maybe been badged slightly differently. The priority of them has maybe moved a little bit, um, but they've always been there, just in different guises. So, if you are running a website and you're consistently generating high value content that's aimed at your customers, um, a book that I often recommend on this is uh, they ask you answer by Marcus Sheridan. If you don't know where to start with this and you don't have the budget to go and start an SEO retainer or a, you know, an SEO agreement with a provider like us, for example, you just go and buy that book $19 on the book and you can get, you can get the the gist. Um, But go and start there and If you do that consistently over a period of time, you will start to rank and you'll start to rank well. And eventually you'll start to take on the big boys. Now, if you've not got the technical expertise, you will hit a limit with that. You will get to a level where you'll need some, but it'll get you out the gate. It'll start hopefully generating you some inquiry, some sales. You'll be on the right path. And then an SEO that comes in uh, at a later date, you've already built a really
1: good foundation for them to build on top of. See, everybody, well, I don't want to say everybody, but <clears throat> some of the like, Facebook groups and stuff that I browse around, some of the SEO related ones, and these are industry folks, right? These aren't, these aren't discussions about how to rank your blog better. These are you know, industry mm-hmm. folks that SEO all day, day in and day out. So many of them freak out at all of these updates, whether it's a helpful content algorithm update or something else in the past years. Everybody freaks out. And I've never, even before starting SEO Hive, I've never looked at that and been like, oh, that's bad. And, I, and I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying these people are doing anything bad, but I have to ask or I have to wonder or assume that they, you know, they were doing some of those black hat techniques or they were doing the things that Google is now taking away, which it's because mm-hmm. they're realizing doesn't help anybody. And I had a conversation earlier this week with one of our clients and we were talking about this exact thing. It's really what prompted me to kind of keep talking about this today with you. Um, and, and they said something They said, do you remember not that long ago But a few years ago, I guess it's all relative, right? You know, we were talking maybe 10 years ago. Using Google was like a superpower. You know, my parents would call me, hey, can you find this out? And I'd be like, just Google it. And they'd be like, well, now I'm on a page with a pop-up and it wants me to put in my credit card. And it says my Mac has spyware. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It wasn't that long ago that it was really, really hard to search for things. Like it was, you just got tricked at every, every turn, every page you went to, you know what I mean? And now Google is like, oh, you've got pop-ups now, nah, boom, you're going down. <laughs> oh, your, your site's not responsive. It doesn't load on mobile devices, which most of our customers are. You're done. You're going down, you know? And in fact, and that's actually a good thing not to, uh, not to stick on this one too much, but I remember when there was the responsive, I don't, I don't think there was an algorithm update called a responsive you know, algorithm update, but there was one that really started to emphasize having a responsive website, and people were like, Well, I don't want to because it, it doesn't make my site look like it's supposed to, but yeah, but it works on a mobile device, that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, this is uh, the, the, well, there,
2: there was it, it came in actually over a number of algo updates, um, and you know there was the there was the first one which where it categorized mobile mobile sites so hmm. maybe it didn't change them in the in the cert ranking so much but they they kind of were noted hmm. and then you move on a few months a year or whatever and all of a sudden uh, you know then mobile results start to feature more heavily and then you finally got to an update where they said no we're moving to mobile mobile first indexing so now if you're not mobile responsive now you're out and in fairness you know they give you like two or three bites of the cherry with that one they they kind of give you the the initial warning shot where everybody goes oh yeah that's nice yeah nobody will ever do that and then they'll give you the <laughs> one where it's like yeah you best take this seriously and then it's like right well now if it's not done you you're punished so yeah that that was how that one worked the um like some of the algo updates a bit like that they they have definitive outworkings. You know, your your site is either mobile responsive or it isn't. I suppose it can be badly mobile responsive, but normally that's kind of a it is or it isn't type thing. They, you know, they they uh, did the release about uh, the SSL, um, SSL certificates, everything needing to be secure. That was a yes, it is or no, it isn't. And it's still like that now. I mean, we still have to go to uh, why no padlock.com sometimes and actually find out why sites don't have a, a padlock, uh, you know, why, why it's not going green. But that that's another example of, yeah, this this was a black or white one. But actually, there haven't been that many of those kind of updates in the last maybe 10 years. You could probably count them on one hand. Whereas when you think of all of the algo updates that there are, and there's normally one or two a month. They're, they're, they're minuscule, but there's normally one or two a month. And occasionally you get to these big headline ones like the helpful content one that, that prompted yeah. this discussion. um But you, yeah, we... <laughs> all of those all of those ones that don't get mentioned and take out those ones with definitive mobile responsive ssl etc all of the others are basically an evolution of the same thing you know good content consistent content not stuffed with keywords or links um, structured properly in a good hierarchy with some inbound links from uh, from from external sites they they're all th- those things have basically remained the same and or the principles of them and just the the rules around them have been massaged a little pbn's uh, private blogging networks that they're, they're bad news and i still get clients i i had a client that came to me in fact he came to us he was on um i'm on a podcast i can't mention the name it was it was a client of SEO Hive, and he came to us because he'd been buying links from a private blogging network and he knew it was the wrong thing to do and he wanted to do the right thing so he came to us so we'd build him some white hat links and we went through it all and we said okay yeah that's that's fine we can we can do that this is our process there may be some costs involved but we can we can help you with that and about seven or eight weeks later he left us because he didn't think we were building links fast enough, and he could guarantee the speed he could build them from the blogging network. And I'm like, "Oh, that's your decision, your funeral." But it's it's also your decision. Um, his site recently got blacklisted, and oh no, has dropped like a stone. And uh, I did get a phone call from a, a, a mutual person that knows us both, saying, "Yeah, he's he started." asking whether he wants to talk, you know he started mentioning he might talk to you again in the near future and i was like please go back to him and tell him not to bother uh he he was a, a gentleman i wasn't so uh
1: fond of working with again let me put it that way every now um, and then there's a relationship that just isn't correct yeah absolutely
2: and I, that's, that's no criticism I, it, that was more an example of the of the yeah. the pbn's and, and how it goes wrong i'm not i'm not for, no, for our for our well, listeners out there, I'm not not talking derogatorily of the bloke. If you want to, if you want to hear the derogatory version, of this, feel free to give me a, a ring and I'll. I'll,
1: I'll. <laughs> Actually, i will probably get into trouble of saying that now too. I got no no comment on this. Pete's on his own on this one. Everybody, he's, he's just, I'm out of this conversation. And even, we might I have think just I found our just first argument. <laughs> Fight. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. And I had a point, and now I forgot what it was too. I was going to bring that. That's all no. my fault.
2: That's all my fault.
1: That's okay. Um, <clears throat> actually, you know what it was? It was about the, the the things not evolving very much, which is they're evolving. They're not. They're not, They're not changing drastically, and that's yeah. good because I know. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back. I've got my train of thought. We're back on it. So I feel. I feel like I'm bragging a little bit, because and, and I don't mean to, but I am. But I, but it feels good. I don't care. When we started SEO Hive, one of the big concepts we had was we wanted to produce content because content's been our biggest like deliverable that we've just. We've got articles flying through. I was gonna say off the shelves, flying through the wires, the Wi-Fi signals, or whatever every, every all month, whatever. Um, and it's awesome and I love that. And I'm blown away by how much we produce and how awesome our writers are. But from the get go, you know, we were trying to figure out, okay, what are our metrics? How many keywords do we need in articles? What do we what you know, we were trying to SOP everything out. And we we took a step back and we were like no, we're going to write good content. <laughs> let's focus on that. Number one, All right? Let's focus on good content that isn't stuffed with keywords. It's going to have a keyword and it. it needs to have a keyword and it. it's going to have a topic, right? But we don't need to insert them in every other paragraph. We don't need to get spammy with it. We want stuff that people are actually going to get. They can print it out to their clients, hand it over. They can sit there and read it and go, that's a good article. you know. And I feel confident that we've done that for the you know 99.99%. I'm sure we might have missed one or two here and there that didn't go over as well. But at the same time that concept really worked out to be (laughs) correct, I guess. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be honest. I knew it was good because of like a user usability or like a user experience standpoint, but I did not predict that three or four years down the line, we would have helpful content algorithms and be like, Oh, all right. Well, but this, this is the thing. This is the thing. I mean, (laughs)
2: <laughs> doing what we do we write content about a lot of subjects i mean you know we've written it from literally from everything from mobility scooters to uh to schools to lawyers to um jewelers to y- you name it you know uh, tradies plumbers electricians um psychedelic drugs psychedelic drugs absolutely <laughs> uh, you name it i mean uh, like unicorn we've we've literally done the lot it's uh it's 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 a quite a wild ride but y- you're right you know we need to we've always written first and foremost for the human beings that might read this and then we apply the seo brush over the top and ultimately that well, so I'm gonna say, obviously, I don't know when somebody's gonna to listen to this. You know, there might be an algo update in six months' time that completely ruins everything that we say, and that's part of the. It's part of the joy and also part of the fear of working in SEO. You know, Google, your your rules are set by somebody else, and they. could. Hey, Siri,
1: remind me in six time. months to check the algorithm updates and cancel this podcast recording if it's still live.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Uh, so it's you know we we live gotta live by the seat of our pants a little bit sometimes but the it, it is it can also be really rewarding and uh really really interesting with some of the stuff that we we have to um
1: we have to talk about uh just so you know siri really did make a reminder i was joking but she really did <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting to hear
2: it actually on the mic but i didn't pick it up <laughs>
1: Well, I'm going to be honest, you know, we kind of went into this episode not having like a clear like topic and we just wanted to kind of chit chat about this and I've actually found it very fun, very kind of interesting. Um, I've, you know, I, I I still admit that you are the expert in SEO on this and that you are why, um, you specifically are why I approached you or, you, you know, when we started this and, um, I'm still learning. So every episode, every time we talk, I learn something else, you know, it's great, but, um, this this has been a lot of fun so i don't know i don't know how you feel about it it, no it's it it has been fun and i think actually maybe we should do an episode
2: one time which is just a bit of our story about how we well i was going to say how we met but we met because i became a client of yours. (laughs) we've never met well yeah how (laughs) how we connected and you know how this how this bromance started um, maybe we should do a, an episode about that just for people to get to know you and us a little bit. And you know, if they don't want to, they don't, they can skip an episode. That's they absolutely can, fine. They can skip that one. It'll um, be there. But, It'll be there sooner or later. But let, look, the final, maybe the final, um, sort of example of this was, can you remember when I started in SEO, when I started building websites, uh, if you had lots of locations you duplicate your pages change the names of just change the city names or the town names throughout the copy publish it and you'd link them all up in a in a block in the footer um, and then the so that it didn't so that it didn't look spammy you'd color them all the same as the background so that you couldn't see them and there was just this like panel well then like the first evolution of that rule was, right well google's going to detect links that are the same color as its background so oh crap right now we have to make sure that all the links are visible so then you colored them all white on a dark gray background or whatever it was and then they said but we're now going to start penalizing pages that are too duplicate so you can't have all these duplicate pages so right okay so now we need to build like service pages and have proper locations built in and It works in some industries. Like if you've got restaurants, for example, that have different menus, but they're all part of the same chain, they can have their own pages. Whereas if you've got, um, you know, uh, I don't know, if you're a plumber or something and all the thing that's different is that it's your, uh, is your, like the name of the town. Well, actually, you can't do that. You need to do that differently. And then we had schema data that was developed. So actually, we could then declare what was businesses and what was business details in the background. So you didn't sit that, Look, I, I've probably missed some bits out there, but that's that's how the evolution has worked. If you speed it up to like a million percent, that's how... The, and it, when you say it like that, it kind of makes sense. And now we laugh back at anybody that sticks a whole load of links in footers for stuff. But I'd be lying if I didn't say when I started, that was the way it was done. Because stuff was it built was. in tables.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, it's, and still, I mean, you still see it. And, uh, I think, I feel like we mentioned this recently on, on one of our episodes too, but, uh, Craigslist, which if nobody knows what that is, is like a classified site around here or I, I, it's worldwide. Um, mm-hmm. but I still see on there every now and that I've looked for cars and I look for uh, a Honda element and I'm getting, you know, Toyota Celicas popping up. And then sure enough, they're using HTML in their ads and putting it all white text on a white background and having every word in there. And it's like, Yep. So guess who doesn't use Craigslist to look for vehicles? Me, because it's not a it's not a fun experience anymore, you know? It's, but you see uh, the search engines
2: used to be like that. So
1: that's going what I'm back saying, to your yeah.
2: point about how it used to be difficult, that's because that's what the results used to be yeah. like.
1: So that's exactly what I'm saying. It's you know, they the these improvements I think are good. You know, they're they're all good. These algorithm updates, these changes, this evolution, it's good. Now, if you're a small business owner who paid X amount of dollars for one time work. And then you departed with your SEO team. And then two years later, you found out things evolved. That sucks. And I feel bad for you. You know what I mean? But, um, I think for the people that are willing to kind of put it in, keep on top of it, not saying everybody out there has to have an ongoing SEO person or SEO team, but you know, you, if, if ranking is important to you, it is something you got to keep up on. It just is. Yeah, it just is. And please don't ever respond to one of
2: those emails that starts with, I will get you top of Google. (laughs) Please. And I guarantee we will never send that email.
1: (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. That's a whole different discussion and different way of doing things. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, mate, yeah, this
2: has been fun. This has been fun. And sometimes some of these unscripted ones are, are good to do.
1: Yeah, I think we, it's, I mean, it's really when we, when we said, okay, we need to put this podcast out. we've been talking about it for years. We realized that we were doing this on our calls and learning and exchanging information and having all these great topics. And how many of them did we have? And we went, we should have recorded that. So yeah. here, that's what we're doing now. Um, I'm seeing Pete's face way more often than I ever have. And it's beautiful. And I love it um i even tried to change the white balance on my camera to make it look a little more night like his his you know area there (laughs) so we're putting the work in for you guys so if you could do us a favor and if you're watching this on youtube click like click subscribe if you haven't already subscribed in your podcast player of choice please do so um you can find all of our podcasts at seohive.co slash podcast yep you can indeed what am i forgetting pete uh other than if you
2: do like this show please please go and give it a five star review that's five one two three four five star review if you don't want to give it a five star review um drop an email to hello at
1: seohive.com we'll deal with that that way but uh yeah other than that i think you got it now i just remembered uh i think uh at least on itunes or apple podcast whatever they call it today um you actually like see the person's name and stuff when they review so we'll have to give some shout outs to some people when we see some reviews one of these days (laughs) show some show some review love absolutely get your name in the podcast by reviewing us is that well is that like bribing people now i shouldn't do that i'm gonna get sued (laughs) hey you're all on your own with that one
2: (laughs) that's both of us in trouble in one show (laughs) (laughs) so it's been nice knowing you no i'm kidding Cool. Well, I think that I think that, one, that brings this one to an end before we crash it anymore. So uh, yeah, uh, we will see you in the next show. Have a good week, everybody.
0: The WP SEO Show is brought to you by SEO Hive, your agency's proactive white label SEO partner. We understand that finding a reliable SEO supplier is key to ensuring you build stable monthly recurring revenue into your digital agency. At SEO Hive, we have a suite of products that will help you sell, scale and deliver your monthly SEO retainers, from our scout reports and one-off technical boosters, to our flagship local SEO and honeypot plans, all of which have clear pricing and monthly deliverables. If you want to explore how SEO Hive can help your agency deliver high quality and reliable SEO agreements for your clients, you can find more information at SEOhive.co and schedule a call to discuss the next steps.